With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, world. Welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. Well, another exciting week. They're all exciting. Uh, again, I prefer these kind of weeks as opposed to the last four years with Donald Trump when he was president. However, we seem to be having a lot of aggravation in Washington, too. Better this kind than Trump's kind. There's a combination, though, of Trump garbage and present-day Republican people in Congress. So we're getting better, but we're still screwed up as a nation. I don't have to tell you that. Okay, I want to start with, I, first let me tell you where we're going tonight. We're going to Washington, D.C., uh, West Virginia, Key West, New York City, Los Angeles, and Savannah, Georgia. I want to start with Colin Powell. As you know, he died, uh, it was announced yesterday that he had died. Uh, all I can say is he was a great American, a true American. We have very few great Americans. John McCain was a great American. Donald Trump isn't a great, wasn't and isn't a great American. So I put all this in perspective. But uh, he died. He died from co- complications uh, following um, his coming down with coronavirus, uh, which is was a bit unusual because he had his two vaccine shots. By the way, the man was is eight, was 84 years old. He had his two vaccine shots, but he also had a history of bone cancer and Parkinson's disease. And as you're aware, if you have previous serious uh, conditions with your body and bone cancer and Parkinson's uh, sound like they are serious, they are serious, and they would affect his immune system, then the vaccines may not be helpful. It's just the way it is. Uh, and he was one of those people where, though he had his vaccines, uh, it didn't help. And what are you going to do? Uh, let me tell you a bit about him. I'm sure you know a lot, but let me share the little I know about him. He, he's of Jamaican ancestry, grew up in the South Bronx in New York City, uh, attended City College of New York. It's a poor boy school. Let's give them his, his whole perspective here. Let me share it with you. Uh, he entered the Army ROTC while in college, the Reserve Officers Training uh, Corps, uh, and he took it very seriously. He enjoyed it. In his senior year, he was cadet colonel. Now, that's a big deal. Uh, I was I was in the ROTC when I was in college. I was in college about the same time as him because I'm 86. I was in college in New York City also, but it was Manhattan College as opposed to City College of New York. And uh, he, he was the leader of the pack. He was the head of all the cadets as cadet colonel. There were no ger- generals in the ROTC. So he had to be a pretty good student and very serious about what he learned in those classes in the ROTC. 
Um, when he uh, he got done, he obviously went in the army. He spent 35 years in the service. He was a career military man. He became a four-star general, joint chief chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, national security advisor, secretary of state. This is, and this guy, with all due respects, he's not an African-American because he's from Jamaica, but he's a black man. And he reached the pinnacles of his government, positions in government. You can't be more important than a four-star general, chairman of the Joint Chiefs, National Security Advisor, Secretary of State. Men only achieve one of those, or women. He achieved four or five of these high, high, high entities or degrees. Uh, a quiet, soft-spoken man, respected by everyone, respected by everyone, except Donald Trump, who I'll get to in a minute. Uh, he spent his life, no one can criticize him, if he had one mistake in his life, and let he was without sin cast the first stone, he had one, and that had to do with Iraq. When he went before the United Nations, and he told the United Nations that the Iraqis had weapons of war, which convinced them that the United States had, was going to war with Iraq and needed their assistance, some of those countries. Uh, now, initially, he did not believe they had weapons of war. However, Bush was president, Cheney was vice president, and they sort of doctored up uh, the information they had. I can remember aluminum pipes stolen from England. Uh, I watched this on TV, all this stuff. I watched on TV before the United Nations. And uh, he finally was convinced they had weapons of mass destruction. He went to the United Nations and told them, turned out Iraqi did not have weapons of mass destruction. That simple. He didn't do it intentionally. He didn't try to sell anybody a bill of goods. He was convinced, as history tells us. But that's the only thing he did wrong, if it was wrong. Uh, and so I don't condemn the man for that. And everyone's going to say he was a great man and a great American. Except for, and this came out yesterday, Donald Trump. He doesn't like heroes. I mean, look what he did with John McCain. He did not like John McCain. He didn't perceive him to be a hero because he was captured. Heroes aren't captured. Well, he disparaged Adam Clayton Powell, and he brought up the Iraqi thing. Look what he did with that. And all I've got to say is this. Let the dead rest in peace. Let the dead rest in peace. Paul had one misstep, mistake in his life, and not an intentional one. Trump has had hundreds, if not thousands, and each one has been an intentional wrongdoing. Uh, what will, the church is going to be full uh, for Colin Powell's service, just as it was full for John McCain's final service. When Trump dies, the church is not going to be full, unless they are all the people, uh, the little people who have come to follow him because he's bullshitted them and they believe everything he says. You're not going to have all the former presidents of the United States sitting there. Uh, Paul will have them all, except perhaps Jimmy Carter, because he's that old now. He's into his mid-90s and maybe can't handle the trip. But people will come out to show their respect for him that will not come out to show their respect for Donald Trump. 
Because a man who does not give respect is not entitled to respect. Want to talk about Joe Manchin. He aggravates the hell out of me. I assume he aggravates the hell out of most of you. Not all of you, because I know there are people that believe he's right. And uh, what are you going to do? But T.J. Kirkpatrick, a New York Times columnist, in an opinion piece on Sunday titled, History Will Not Be Kind to Senator Joe Manchin, uh, had this comment in his article, which I think fits Joe Manchin to A.T. I quote, he is the face of utter folly. I repeat, he is the face of utter folly. He is. Who ever heard of this guy before this year? Okay? He was a non-entity, a nobody. But he knew that one vote of his is important, and he's playing it to the hilt. Okay? And I disrespect him for that. And many people in this country do also. Now, he's from West Virginia. It's a cold state. In former days, it was number one or number two, <coughs> excuse me, in coal production. Today, it's number two. But we don't have many states producing coal anymore because fewer and fewer industries are using coal in their operations. Here's the story. West Virginia is in very tough shape today financially where they used to have thousands and thousands of people working in the mines under the ground, 100, 200, 300 feet, digging coal by the thousands. Today, they only have 10,000. They have 30,000 people above ground doing things that have to be done, 20,000 rather, which gives them a total of 30,000 people. They had more than that under the ground 15, 20 years ago. But when it came out that this was a climate control issue, carbon was being uh, produced, contaminating the atmosphere, global warming, all these terrible things. These industries, out of state, not part of West Virginia, who bought the coal because they made electricity from coal. They did everything from coal. Every industry had these huge smokestacks. I can remember as a kid, they had to be 100, 200 feet high, these smokestacks. And the smoke was always billowing out. Well, they saw the handwriting on the wall, and they, over a period of time, switched from coal to, I don't know what, nuclear energy, uh, electric energy from other sources, wind energy. So they don't have to buy coal anymore. And that's why West Virginia doesn't produce that much coal. What I'm trying to say is West Virginia uh, needs to get the hell out of the coal business. And Manchin never talks about that till this year. He says, well, we got to do something else, but we're not there yet. And he also had the audacity to say at a, at a speech he gave, I think, in August this summer, before a group that likes coal producers, you know, that coal does not contribute to any climate problems. It does not create adverse climate conditions. All right. Does not contribute to global warming. Well, what would you expect him to say? He represents all the coal miners. But I would expect him to speak, still speak the truth. Say, all right, we're trying to change, and we're asking other industries to look at what we can do for you. Come down, build a plant here, plant there, we'll make a deal with you. You know, I speak for West Virginia, too. But he didn't take that tact as most other people would do. Now, let me also say this to you. In the last five years, 
60,000 people, 60,000 residents have left West Virginia. They can't get any work. Nobody buys coal anymore. <laughs> they, they left. Uh, there's a quote I read this morning uh, by someone who lives in West Virginia, and the quote is, is I don't know the guy's name. I, I, I saw him on television, and I wrote fast what he said. We want to push Joe Manchin to go big and bold and to deliver for West Virginia. I'm going to repeat it. We want to push Joe Manchin to go big and bold and to deliver for West Virginia. Well, at first you think, oh, my God, he wants to help the coal industry, which doesn't exist. But, no, what the man was saying is we want him to go out. What I've been saying a few minutes ago, bring industries in here that have nothing to do with coal, so we have work again. Very simple, isn't it? Now, let me say this also. Joe Manchin ran in 2018 the last time. He isn't doing well running in an election. He only won. This is the second term of senator. He only won by 3% of the vote. He's been governor of West Virginia, secretary of state. Uh, he has... He's always won by huge margins, even though he's a Democrat. They like him down there. He, know, he says the right thing. He, he lies out of both sides of his mouth. I've got to say it. That's true. But they like what he says. But he only won by 3% of the vote. Many think in 2024, because of what he's doing now, he's going to have a difficult time winning again. Now, Manchin seems, since this Social infrastructure bill of Biden's came up almost at the beginning of Biden's term. Manchin comes up with something every day that bothers him. I, I'm exaggerating. Not every day, maybe. Every two or three days, every week. And it's a variable thing. And he, I, he can't stand something. He says, well, I'm against this. And then that thing gets sort of resolved. And then the next day comes up with something else. The man is never satisfied. What did he say on Monday? He's opposed to the carbon tax. Well, he's never been opposed to the carbon tax. He wants to help coal and carbon. Carbon is an emission from fossil fuels, oil, coal also. Well, carbon tax, how, how are we going to pay for this bill, this social infrastructure bill? One of the ways is to have a carbon tax for those industries that haven't seen the light of day, the handwriting on the wall, and they have not changed over, over their power sources. And he doesn't think that's right to have a carbon tax uh, because we don't need climate control, he said. We don't need it. There's no problem. Don't you understand? There is no problem with the climate. I don't know if he's aware of what's happening across this country, across the world, all these disasters. I live in Key West. We're having more hurricanes than normal. Uh, Florida's having more hurricanes. The wildfires in California. Did you ever that many? Uh, we've just got more problems, natural problems that we didn't have before. They're talking about we're in 20, 30 years, anyone living on the water here, and I lived on the water for 23 years here in Key West, you're <laughs> Your house is going to be underwater. <laughs> uh, he doesn't see these problems. So I'm going to continue now with uh, also, I want to stay in Key West now. I just mentioned Key West. 
couple items I want to cover here. This is a big week coming up in, in Key West. It's Fantasy Fest. Many of you are aware what Fantasy Fest is. If not, I shall share with you. It's about 25, 30 years old. It's an adult party. I say adult. This is not for children. It's a Mardi Gras. It's a Mardi It's New Orleans Mardi Gras in Key West. Uh, and as little clothes as they were in, Key, in, in New Orleans, they were here. It's an adult party. Everyone knows it. Kids don't come. Kids aren't present. Uh, but this year is a bit unusual. It's a 10-day party, by the way. This is a big deal, this party. Let me tell you something. Uh, and the, big, the biggest deal is the parade. On the last Saturday night, the Saturday night of Halloween weekend, 60 to 80,000 people. We're only a town of 19,000 people. In the season, we're 27,000. But on that night, 60 to 80,000 people are here to watch the parade, the Fantasy Fest parade. Uh, I, I don't know where the hell these people sleep. There aren't that many beds in all of the keys to put them up. The beaches must be full on that night. But it's amazing. I, again, I don't know where they I, They can't even fit in all the restaurants to eat. I don't know where they park their cars. <laughs> it's impossible, but they're here. Well, Florida has had a very difficult time with coronavirus. I blame it on the governor, Governor DeSantis. He's totally inept. He's Donald Trump in disguise. He's not smart, as smart as Donald Trump, which means I give some degree of intelligence or brain power to Trump. But anyhow, we've had a hard time with coronavirus. Uh, we've either been first, second, or third in the number of coronavirus cases at any given time. Things are improving. Our numbers in Key West are down because people didn't come. Uh, and now they started coming again. Well, they are going to come big time for those 10 days beginning Friday. Okay? They're going to come big time. This is a, one of the greatest parties in the world. And the city saw what was going to happen, the city administration, the commission, because when they come, when they come, we are going to have a surge in coronavirus afflictions. Two weeks, November 15th, two weeks after Fantasy Fest, our numbers are going to go up again down here. It's inevitable. It happens all the time. July 4th weekend, Labor Day weekend, Memorial Day weekend. It's going to happen again because people are going to come. They want to go to the adult party. Uh, they don't care. They're going to have a good time. Uh, I'm a... And, the city was right, but they could only cancel public events like the parade, good move, and some other things. But they can't cancel the parties that go on every night. We have a ton of huge bars that are entertaining any time of the year, any night of the year. But, boy, are they entertaining during Fantasy Fest. And all of them, all of them have parties. These are adult parties, BDSM parties. Plaid parties, whatever that is. They're all parties. The women come half naked, three quarters naked. The men are generally dressed, but the women, uh, some of them are totally nude. But generally they cover their vaginas and they cover their nipples. Uh, if, if you're lucky. Uh, we have a law now. they got to cover their nipples. They went from pasties a few years ago. Now they get tattooed. They get Not tattooed. They get spray painted. Their whole chest. It'll be a palm tree, a boat, a bird. I'm not. I'm laughing, but this is true. Uh, and then they can go bare-breasted because everything's covered. 
but you know it's there if you look close. I'm laughing because it is an entertaining evening if you're a voyeur, and I happen to be. Uh, I haven't been, i got to say this, in the last 10 years, I've only been to two fantasy fests. As you get older and you've seen it all, I, see, I don't like the crowds anymore. And I especially haven't been there in the last two or three years because of coronavirus. I avoid crowds, and I'm not going to be there for any evening or any event uh, this year for the same reason. Now, these people are going to come. They're going to bring the virus with them. Those that don't, they're going to get the virus while they're here. And they're going to go home and infect other people. They're going to affect our restaurant workers. God bless them. They're going to have work finally uh, to a large extent for those 10 days. But a lot of them are going to get infected. It's just that simple. It's not worth it. Our our hospital has just stopped being full, no beds. We, We went through all this stuff. Now we're going to be shipping them, sending them by helicopter and ambulance up to Miami because there's not enough beds here for what's going to happen. So the whole event should have been canceled. The city said, well, we can't cancel private events. I would have closed the town down. Very simple. Closed the downtown, the whole town down, and whatever repercussions there are in lawsuits, let them be. It's a good argument. It's for the public good. Which now brings me to something that is healthy, good, and I love it. Stone crabs. For those of you who've had stone crabs, you, you know Every word I'm going to say is the ultimate in truth. For those of you who haven't, I feel sorry for you. You must come to Florida and have stone crabs. Now, stone crabs are a unique food, so you understand my enthusiasm for them. If I were to be executed tomorrow because I killed somebody, my last meal tonight would be stone crabs. They're that good. Better than Maine lobster. You have no idea how good. The season is a limited one. The season opened October 15th. It closes May May 1st. We have to give the crabs time to reproduce. They only grow. They grow under the water, of course, and I don't know if grow is the right term, but they reproduce. they got to grow because they've got to be a certain weight, and the claws have to be a certain size for them to be uh, harvested or fished. Um, what was I going to say about the stone crabs when they're – oh, they only grow in the Bay of Biscayne. That's Miami to Key West. Don't ask me why. Everybody wants to know why. I don't know why. I don't, I've never met anyone that can tell me why, even people who are in the fishing business. But they grow here, uh, and this is such a great food. You have no idea. The season's open. If you're ever here, starting go to Joe Stone Crab in Miami. Magnificent. Oh, my God. Stone crabs with, with hash brown potatoes and cream spinach, and then key lime pie, how can you go wrong? So it's here, it's my favorite food, it's the favorite food of many many people, and I'm just announcing, they're back, the season's open, come on down and enjoy stone crabs. But don't come until after Fantasy Fest is over. Casey Hunt. Casey Hunt. Who is Casey Hunt? Many of you know, many of you will say, geez, I know that name, but who is she? Uh, Casey Hunt is way too early. She's been the announcer for three years on MSNBC from 5 to 6 in the morning. Beautiful girl, 36 years old, married with a young kid under two years of age, a little boy. Uh, Brilliant girl. She got her own show. 
she's generally on the, she started 10 years ago in this business, you know, running around the halls of Congress trying to get a senator or congressman to talk to her into the mic. Then she got her own show. She's a brilliant girl, an amazing future. And right after the first of the year, she announced she was leaving MSNBC. CNN had hired her for, I won't go into the dollar figures, they were published. She's for a big, big, big raise. Oh, my God. God bless her. Uh, amazing, the money she's making. Well, she started getting headaches. She started getting what she, the doctors thought were migraine headaches. Turned out she had a tumor of the brain. Uh, and it wasn't picked up right away. Uh, the MRI didn't show it at first. Then it showed it on the second or third one. It was a small tumor. But as you're aware, if you've got a shadow uh, of something in the brain, you have to operate. Because if it's, 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 it's cancerous or something bad, you're going to die quick. If they can get it out, you have a chance of living. If it's benign and they take it out, you should be all right. Some people, though, get screwy. I had a, a lawyer, a doctor friend who had a benign tumor of the brain. They had to remove it. He never got out of the wheelchair afterwards, and he was a younger fellow, young, young, younger than me by 20 years. And he used to just stare ahead. I used to talk to him. His wife said he knows what you're saying, but he couldn't, couldn't express himself. Uh, so anyhow, she had the surgery 10 days ago. The tumor turned out to be benign, God bless. She's got six to eight weeks of recovery at home now. Uh, scared the hell out of her and her family, obviously. Uh, she said it was surreal. You have no idea. She said it was surreal to think you have a tumor in your brain. Uh, had to scare the hell out of her. Would scare the hell out of anyone. I'm glad she's on the men. May she stay on the men. May she have a brilliant career, have a couple more children, and enjoy life. Now, Tonight is a big night. Because we're having this show, I'm having my show now, I don't know, do not know what is happening. But the January 6th Congressional Committee is meeting tonight to vote as to whether they are going to hold Steve Bannon in contempt. They're going to hold Steve Bannon in contempt. No question about it. Uh, and it's a good move. But I want to, I wrote about this last week and I'm going to go into it briefly tonight. I'm very unhappy, and you should be also, with how our federal government moves, time-wise. They don't move their ass. Now, this goes for the federal court system and also goes for Washington. They don't move. They knew last week that we're going to hold him in contempt. Friday was the day. They shouldn't have given him all that time. In New York, whether it's federal or it's state, you serve a subpoena on somebody, you can serve them to return the same day or the next day and they got a show and you don't give people two weeks you don't negotiate with people as to whether they should appear though they didn't negotiate with bannon but they are with two other people that were in the truman administration and now tonight when they approve it it still has to be voted on by the whole house of representatives which they're saying will probably be thursday night maybe Friday. Then it's got to go to the Justice Department, and they have to see whether it's criminal, okay, because they can put them in jail. But they're going to take forever at the Department of Justice. <clears throat> they won't arrest them within five days, ten days, because I'll say this respectfully for justice, whether it's in New York or it's here, anywhere, they do a good job. They are, when they 
had the authority to do something, they move quickly. They are thorough. They cross their T's. They dot their I's. Trump had a bunch of bad people in there, and things didn't work the way they were, but I assume they're going to work the way they should now. I fear that, and I had I talked about this on my show last week, that Merrick Garland, the head of the FBI, will not have the brass testicles to hold, uh, to charge him with criminal contempt and take him before a grand jury. Anyhow, that's the story. They're working on it tonight. Government moves too slow. Look how long these federal cases take to get to the Supreme Court. The system is antiquated. Everyone knows it. No one does anything about it. Very, I don't understand it. That's all. I want to talk quickly about Irma. Irma was, I remember it good. I was here. I had escape, remember? September 10th, 2017. We are still doing repair work here in the Keys. In Key West. Because the Keys are a series of canals. It's like the, It's like Venice. Everybody lives on a canal, and they have a boat. Uh, and the canals are like streets, highways. Well, the canal, the debris, the houses, the cars, they ended up in the canals. And they ran out of money, and they just got money again, and they're starting to correct them. Okay, they're working on the canals. What bothers me is something I just learned this past week. Our airport, which is going to be, we're going to put another $86 billion or million dollars in it because it's overcrowded. And it is. Planes come back and forth all day now. Too many people coming to Key West. Anyhow, we haven't had a control tower in four years. It, you know, that big building you have at every airport, it went down with Irma. Nobody knew. They've been working out of a trailer someplace on the side of the uh, runways where they can't see the planes coming in and going out. What a disgrace because there wasn't money to take care of it. Anyhow, my friends, that's it for tonight. Join me again next week. Till then, good night. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.